If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. And tonight on PM Express, a conversation about claims made by witnesses versus Dr. Dampari's fight back in the ongoing probe into the leaked tape containing an alleged plot to oust the IGP. Today, the IGP himself, almost in tears, rejected assertions by COP Alex Mensah that he is the worst IGP Ghana has ever had. But more profound is the IGP's preliminary comments expressing grief that he had had to come before the committee to defend unfounded and baseless allegations. But why is the IGP having to appear before a committee probing a matter against him? Because people say it is outside the uh, reference, terms of reference of the ad hoc committee. Let's look at the terms of reference uh, of this ad hoc committee. One is to investigate the authenticity of the leaked audio recording. Two is to investigate the conspiracy to remove the current IGP. Three, investigate any other matter contained in the audio recording and then recommend sanctions to persons found culpable where appropriate and make recommendations for reforms where necessary. Now, according to George uh, Akufudampari, who is the IGP, he says that for him, for the 31 years that he has been in the service, okay, so this is the allegation that uh, Akufo, Dr. Akufudampari responded today. COP Judge Alex Mensah has been making some allegations. He said for the 31 years he's been in the service, he, he says the IGP is the worst ever. The current Inspector General of Police is not managing police service well, and he says he has um, gagged the police officers, including the public affairs director. 
And this is the response that the IGP gave. He says, I think probably my brother wanted to say I'm the best and he missed it because the records are there for everybody to see. We committed ourselves to transforming the organization to become the best institution in the country and the reference point for Africa. Now, look at the comments of uh, COPSRE, and uh, this is the checks that we are drawing you state. So he says the IGP has gagged police officers, including the public affairs director. It, it turns out to be true, actually, because... Um, if you look at what our check says, it says police communication has been centralized. Information is not released until it goes through headquarters. So, like, if, if in terms of media blackout, that is what we can say from our side of the media, uh, I mean, from the media point of view, that, I mean, this whole year, I don't remember actually speaking to the police on any matter affecting the police or affecting security. The only thing we get, I mean, once in a while, statements coming from there, but, I mean, when you really need information, it becomes difficult. So, well, that is uh, what we found. Now, he says, those wild allegations are without shred of evidence, and I've brought a lot of pain to myself, my family. That's the response from the IGP. And he says... I cannot determine the outcome of elections. I have no working relationship with Mr. Bugri now. But you remember one of the allegations is whether he's had, uh, he's been in contact with the man. He says, yes, I have been in contact, but I don't have a working relationship with this man. So those are some of the issues that came up. Now, if you want to know what next for the committee probing this matter, National Security Minister Kandapa will appear before the committee on September 13. And we also expect Bugri Nabu to also appear before the committee. Tonight, we're probing the two uh, sides, the claims made by witnesses versus IGP Dampari's fight back. When I return from the break, I'll be introducing to you my guest, I have Emmanuel Habuka Bombande. He's a security expert. Let me actually introduce them. He is also a senior UN mediation advisor. Franklin Kujo will also be joining us. He's a president in Mani Center for Policy and Education. And I'll also be joined by... After this break. Days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. Ah! Crazy bar. Don't stop now me. Whiskey. Wash All of a sudden, your voice, I hear different. And when you try a call. Uh, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey whiskey. Shale, honey near their frow. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now she test me a smooth and it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. Baman. <coughs> Baman, bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey, blended with natural honey flavor. Hey, what's up? Baman. Black Rock Whiskey can be a feeling smooth national. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface and it. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S. Mm-hmm. That is so true, my daughter. 
But it's father, it was Milo. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? About one third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year. Mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs. Again, as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now. To avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission, partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Hello there. To provide timely information and to explain educational reforms and to discuss school models and interventions, the Ministry of Education in partnership with the Teacher Education Journal presents to you the first ever education TV talk show, The Edu Talk Show. The Edu Talk Show keeps you informed and updated on trends in the world of education. The Ghanaian teacher is so versatile. Provide him the opportunity, train him, and that teacher will perform wonders. Where are the women? They are doing very well academically, but they're not in the sciences and all of that. So technology is missing a lot more women that they could have had. You need to tell the parents, at the moment, what you are getting is, is covering only an aspect of your child's education. And therefore, it's very difficult for you to make any decision with the limited information you have. We still have more to do mm. when it comes to safe school. Mm. So join us as we speak to our guests on reforms taking place in Ghana's education sector. My name is Blessed Suga and I am your host. Welcome back to PM Express. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. We're being sponsored by Cherry Tree Properties. We develop spaces as though we are going 
to occupy them ourselves. Syntex Tank, it is strong, it is tough. We're also sponsored by Lomo Beaters, experience greatness in every moment, and Ghana AIDS Commission. Now, if you want, uh, no matter your water needs, Syntex Tank has it all. Syntex Tank is first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank is first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. We now introduce to you the customer specs order which lets you order any color and size of preference. Syntex Tanks gives you the longest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you in Ghana. So whatever your water consumption size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. We have agents nationwide. Call 244 or shop online at syntexgh.com. Syntex Tank, a strong, a tough. Cherry Tree designs our wishes. Beauty is a promise of happiness, but passion is everything. Thinking about buying a new home, talk to those who build with passion. And Sloan Square, a new gated community development at Sakumono, developed by Cherry Tree Properties, a one-of-a-kind, one of well-planned luxury you've never experienced. Contact them on 0553-662-366. Cherry Tree Properties, sophistication and Plus. Right, so those are our sponsors on PM Express, and I did introduce to you that our conversation is about the responses we've had from the IGP this evening, uh, this the whole of today, and also uh, with the um, what we've the claims that have been made by the witnesses, and I've been joined uh, by. Mr. Bombande, by uh, Mr. Adam Bonner, and uh, Mr. Franklin Kujo. Welcome to PM Express, gentlemen. I'll start with you, Mr. Bombande, and I want to start with the invitation of the IGP to respond to something he describes as unfounded and baseless. What are your thoughts on, on this? Should he actually be a witness in the course at hand? Uh, thank you so much for the invitation, and uh, good evening to all the viewers of uh, Joy News. Let, let me put it this way. I'm happy that he accepted the invitation because he is laying the pathway for the democratization of the police space that allows accountability to happen in which the IGP is speaking directly to the people who are the sovereign, if you call it, stakeholders of Ghana's democracy its security, its welfare. And in that regard, I appreciate his acceptance. But that marks this IGP. So I want to make my main point. But it is important for people like us to underscore that when people say that this IGP is the worst IGP, people like us respond in contributing to a panel discussion like this by suggesting that He'll go down and spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. History as the best IGP we ever had. And, and I think that is important. But the main response, which is very brief for me, is this. I don't think we should simply reduce it to IGP Dampare responding to allegations. We must put into context that those allegations were being made in a toxic environment of political fanatism in which the allegations in themselves was a complot or a conjecture, or a machination. Because if they were done publicly, then you can describe them as an allegation that the IGP is responding to. But not only were they allegations, but there were allegations that were done in a way that is corrosive of the internal capacities and resilience of the Ghana Police Service. And that is why I appreciate that he came to the a parliamentary a committee of inquiry so that he's not just responding to the allegations but he's helping to heal the damage the corrosion in which people can meet and conjecture and and and, and plan and and conspire which then in itself is very unhealthy it reduces the credibility of the Ghana police service and it makes people to doubt how can we all be protected by a police service in which amongst them, some will choose this path of trying to undermine their seniors. This is the way out. Uh, these are my initial perspectives. Those making the case that the IGP shouldn't have been part of this probe being too petty? I, I think those who make that argument go back to the old conservative days of security being a myth. That's actually going to Mr. Franklin Kujo, Mr. Bombande. Well, but that is, I I saw Franklin Kujo's comment, but he did not make the comment the way it is being relayed. Franklin Kujo was talking about certain aspects that would compromise police operation in terms of their confidentiality. And that is why if you segregate it is good that those aspects are being talked about privately in what they call in-camera sessions. M- Mr. Franklin so, Kujo is with us right now. Uh, Mr. Franklin Kujo, can you address this for me, please? Well, good evening, uh, Doc. Good evening, uh, uh, Adam. Uh, first of all, I mean, I'm happy that the this conversation has been had. Uh, indeed, I was one of those who initially it suggests that the IGP being called to come and answer questions uh, was quite frankly, um, for me, quite unnecessary, especially because the terms of reference, as far as the terms of reference go, uh, the, the, the gentleman who made all these world allegations had actually accepted that, well, yes, their voices were on the tape and that they made those uh, very your lack of a better word, dastardly um, and concocted allegations. And so for me, um, the work of the committee was already cut out and, and I thought that it was pretty much done, really. But but chairman uh, of the committee has explained that, I mean, as and when it's necessary to bring in whoever the committee deems fit to assist with investigation, they ought to do that. Well, Upon hindsight, though, I think that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to walk back my words and then say that maybe what we saw today was exactly what the police service actually needed, right? Um, to think that 
the yeah. IG. And of course, I have no doubt that the IG Dampare was definitely going to answer questions that was going to be posed to him in whatever capacity. But of course, today's demonstration or today's uh, discussions, if you like, open conversations about the police service. Even before that, his persona, his personality, his, uh, his pedigree, all of that heralding the rather very rich explanation of what police service has come to mean for many people um, was quite frankly, I mean, a huge lesson in humility, a huge lesson in diplomacy, a huge lesson in what I call, um, um, well, the word is not coming, but but essentially it was one of those institutions that you would have, you'd have thought that where, where, when people decide to have alternate views, there were avenues for them to express them. And to that extent, there was a certain level of democratic centralism within the police service, which I'm sure if the gentleman had exhausted of all the steps that they, they, they had in order to add their views, uh, they wouldn't be treated the way they were treated today. I mean, I, mean, I looked at them forlornly today, and I could tell that, um, of course, irrespective of what will happen later, I mean, today felt like the F, B, the F opening for them to be swallowed. Because clearly, you saw the spirit of call that, that greeted the police, the police that came, the IG, constantly referring to the team, constantly referring to the things that the police service had done since it's uh, upon up. Right, so uh, that's Franklin Kujo there. He was it's very difficult. Yeah, so it made it very difficult for people watching. Even if it was a class act, it was perfectly executed. But you couldn't tell it was just an act. This was this this, this these were real conversations about policing that were being had that we've never ever seen before. And so, to that extent, I'm able to walk back some of my words and say, "Well, look, we did have a show." And that show demonstrated that truly the gentleman deserved the post, he deserves the position, and he deserves the team that he works with. Maybe if the, if the three gentlemen decide to uh, penitence in their hearts, who knows? He might probably he might probably get the place. Of course, um, but those are those are just without those are not within my realms uh, to, to to ascertain. But I'm sure that uh, I mean with time would come full circle and appreciate that today's exercise was a lesson, as I said, in humility and unique policing as, as ever, as never seen before. What, what would you say to those who say that there are integrity issues to be dealt with by the IGP after hearing him today? I mean, especially the bit about his encounter with Bugri Nabu and all the allegations coming from those quarters. Well, if there was any shred of doubt about the integrity of the IG today, it was all put to rest. I mean, I I don't know who who probably in this uh, really, really, really sound mind will still be questioning the IGP's integrity as far as the allegations go. As far as the conversation about Mr. Nabu's um, involvement, in the, I mean, he treated it as such. I mean, the police service must be dealing with a gazillion number of people and interests. He does not have a commercial arrangement with the gentleman. That's it. And it's, it's explained it. Uh, uh, it's explained it. And that's you and the Martha. So I don't know how his, his integrity gets solved by the mere acceptance of whether he knows the gentleman, Mr. Nabu, or he doesn't know the gentleman, Mr. Nabu. Of course, you have to prove beyond reasonable doubt that the claims you are making that he's an, he's an agent provocateur of the police service, and in this case, a chief, you know, spy for the IG, um, must be proven beyond reasonable doubt. And mm. to that extent, I think that those those things were not were not. We, we of course, it's still early days, but I I doubt there's something of that nature. He didn't say he doesn't know him. He, he didn't say that. He said he has no commercial arrangement of interest uh, to discuss with Mr. Nam. Ms. Adam Bona, the insistence of the IGP that his um, engagement will be done, uh, I mean, should be made public, despite the chairman of the committee giving a legal background to why his hearing must be in camera, do you suspect mistrust for the committee? 
Oh, yes. Good evening and good evening to my two co-panelists. Well, I, I was a bit worried when I heard the chairman consistently say the IGP's testimony should be given in, in camera. And you know Kwame Jain, uh, the lawyer who represented the police, one of the lawyers who represented the police. He spoke about equity. And we know the respected on uh, Atachina is a lawyer in good standing. And so if you brought in witnesses who gave, uh, you know, some information out in the public gallery, and then they mention other people's name. And you say those people should come and answer to those questions in, in camera. Then uh, in, in the in law, what they call spirit of uh, fair hearing, would that, would that have been proper to do that? <laughs> because then you were not minded to ask them to give their testimony in camera. But this time around, you say you come and give your testimony in camera. But the chairman so gave you a raised... background. The chairman gave a background. background. If it affects uh, me, it national me. security, if it affects uh, uh, safety of an... the nation, if it affects public morality, then the law allows that to happen in camera. But who decides if it affects, who decides if it's of national security in nature? But that's I at the discretion that... of the committee. No, Aisha, please let me. What I'm saying is that Atachia is a member of parliament. He's a lawyer. You have the chief constable in the person of the IGP. Yes, Atachia is the chairman chairing the committee. But be as it may, I'm sure that if the IGP is put uh, to strict proof in public, he should be able to tell what will constitute a national security issue than probably... Uh, the Honorable Atachia would be able to tell. And so as far as I'm concerned, I think that it was good that eventually uh, it was decided, to, the committee decided that the IGP should give his testimony in public. Because for me, I think that the issues that were raised, and we all have been witnesses, we saw what happened when the three, four gentlemen came to give testimony, including Chief Bugrinabu, uh, the three or the two of them significantly said, one of them, COP, Alex Mensah, said he is not correct. I don't know what is a national security matter about you being told you are not correct. I will not also know what is uh, about, you know, is has to do with national security. If they say you are the worst IGP and you have to come and respond in public, I will not know what to constitute a national security breach. If you are told that your friend is Bugrinabu and you, you are told we are we hear in public that you are an autocrat and we hear that at POMAP meetings some people are not invited, things are not national security matters. This is not talking about where the police Amori is. We are not talking about how many guns they have. We are not talking about who they are, uh, you know, who are their informants. They are not telling us who, how they catch their criminals. And so these are, these are just matters that every member of the public would want to know. Your name has been mentioned. And today, fortunately, he was brought to, you know, provide some information. And I see this, if you ask me, Aisha. It was more or less like, what do you call that, vetting of the IGP. Usually you are vetted. When they vet you with what we know, the experience, uh, you they vet you, you tell the general public, including those vetting you, what you are coming to do. But this was more to do with what has been done. And you have three gentlemen who have come, according to the IGP, if I have to quote him, are speculating and telling lies. He said that I am not, I'm not the one saying that he said it. And so mine is that, as far as I am concerned, these matters, he came to put them to rest. As for the other issues of administration, these guys were plotting. Let's not lose focus. These guys were despicably plotting to destabilize this country by saying that, make me the IGP and I will break a certain age. This is the substance. So all other matters don't matter, if you ask me, as to whether 
the IGP decides to go and catch criminals alone, whether the IGP, uh, what the IGP does administratively. That is not what the speaker asks the committee to do. The speaker was specific. Authenticate the voices they, they, they take. Tell us who are those people. Other matters relating to the tape, let me know and recommendations. But you can see, excuse me to say, going, jumping up and down by the committee, sometimes uncertainty. You hear the Honorable uh, Atachina saying that there's going to be cross-examination, inter-cross-examination, and some of us begin to ask. Is that what the speaker asks them to do? Or they are setting their own exams and marking them? That is not what the speaker asks them to do. So for me, I think it was a perfect opportunity for, what do you call it? Uh, they asked, I think, the IGP, is it possible to break the eight if you are, uh, you know, made the IGP? Uh, you know, I will paraphrase. What he said was that as a professional, you, you're, you are minded and making sure that you provide the enabling ground for voters to move out there and do what they have to do as voters. And they watch. And so as far as I'm concerned, we seem to be missing the plots. The plots is that these guys were plotting to remove an IGP so that when they make them an IGP, they will break their aids. But we are not discussing that and I would want all of us to come back home and begin to ask Atachian, though they've asked, they've admitted that these are our voices. Did you, are you a sympath, are you a party member? He says, yes. Are you this, are you that, are you that? Have they broken their own uh, police service uh, regulation? Well, it's up to the, what do you call it? The, it's up to them to put an interpretation to it. But it is all clear. The police service, the CI-76 is written in English. We all can read and interpret it. And so as far as I'm concerned, the matters are clear. Let's separate administrative matters from the criminal, the suspected criminal intentions that these guys exhibited. And arrogant, I was expecting them, that when they were called, you see, we all make mistakes to apologize, profusely apologize and say that, you know what, we err. So forgive us, you know, we all make mistakes. It's lobbying that went wrong. You cannot lobby to destabilize the country. We didn't intend this. We did it. But you can see arrogantly trying to push a certain posture, as if to say, if I say the man is not correct, if I say the man is the worst IGP, Ghanaians will begin to interrogate the things differently. These are the facts. And Aisha and, you know, viewers, mine is that what they intended to do in the tale is what I would want the Honorable Attache, as far as I'm concerned, you know what? The committee's work is done. They have done what they have to do. I hear there's going to be an in-camera meeting tomorrow. Attache, Honorable Attache said, we are bringing the National Security Minister to come and do what? Was the National Security Minister's name mentioned in the audio or in the video? His name was not mentioned. They said, interrogate matters relating to the audio. You are calling National Security Minister. You are calling others to come and do what? Unless, of course, you see, we are paying citizens, we pay taxes, and whatever citizens they are having, it is our money. And so we should begin to question state institutions when they are asked to do this work, because then you can see them broadening the mandates. And per, uh, uh, what some of us know, the mandate has not changed. He said the other matters relating to the team. He didn't say any other matter. Said any other matter relating to the team, Mr. Bonner, national security. I'll come back to you and, and find out from you. The police is supposed to give information to the public. What will be your reaction then to allegations that the IGP has gagged the police, including the public relations officer? But I'll I'll come to you. I'll come back to you for that. Let me go to uh, Mr. Bombande. Mr. Bombande, I mean, there seem to be, I mean, from the word go, there seem to be some mistrust. If you look at how the IGP has insisted that, look, I don't want to be interviewed in camera. I want the proceedings to be in public. There seem to be some mistrust for the committee, uh, probably uh, 
going in to say one thing and then probably the committee saying you said something else. So I want it to be in public. That should be worrying because if already there's mistrust for the committee, what then happens to their recommendations? I would, I would not want to... But, okay, before I make my comment, I, I want to appreciate my co-panelists. I want to appreciate Franklin for coming out clearly to also indicate that there were things we learned today that we would not have been able to learn if the IGP did not come uh, to the uh, committee. And I think my good uh, friend Bona has uh, summarized for me what is the essential. But to your question about about mistrust and suspicions. This is my response. What I know is that when a process is well done, the outcomes are always good. So far, I've admired the bipartisan cooperation of the committee and the leadership of the committee in the chair and the vice chair. I have seen an effort to put Ghana's interests above everything else and to interrogate these matters in a way that at the end of the day, Ghana is the beneficiary. Now, in terms of the question that you have put uh, forward, it would appear to me that that will be resolved once they begin to engage with the understanding that, and I think one of my co-panelists suggested it, that where the IGP sees a certain nuance that might not be in the public interest per se. He himself, based on, keep in mind, this is an intellectual. He, he, he is a, a, a gift to us in the sense that he's bringing knowledge into his position that makes him to excel. I think he would now be able to sort that out. But let me say this. We should not be surprised that the IGP wants to be public throughout in his hearings. Why? Because he wants to be able to clarify as much as possible that there is nothing for me to hide under the table. And I don't want to be meeting behind the scenes in camera. And people could then interpret that to me. I went to the committee privately and started to say things that I could not have said publicly. Keep in mind that injury and harm has been done against this gentleman. And uh, Adam Bona made that very clear. For him to have the fortitude and, and, and the spirit of grandeur to stand up and rise above that and want to be seen in a very transparent manner to uh, respond to all the issues is something that I think uh, we should look at it for its positive an advantage rather than be worried whether or not there is a suspicion between the committee and the IGP. I think that will be sorted out in the process and the outcome will be a good outcome. Mm. What's the likely impact of this whole process on the Ghana Police Service? I mean, and, and how should the IGP go about mending the broken bottle, I mean, after the dust has settled? Now, this is a very good question and I'm sure my two colleagues would even give a better response. But this is the way I see it. You see, after January 2019, after the Ayawa so were gone, uh, parliamentary by-election, that turned violent and really, really reduced our democratic stature in Africa. The Emel Short Commission was formed under the directive of the executive. If we had a lot of time, we could have evaluated and Franklin likes to do good evaluation. What was implemented as the outcomes and recommendations of the Emel Short Commission? And how has that improved the Ghana Police Service? This time around, we have a parliamentary-led inquiry. I think it's well-placed because it is good that the representation of the people in parliament concerned about the welfare of the Ghana Police Service that has demanded to protect you and I and all of us in terms of our safety, our well-being. It is important that the people's representative lead an inquiry and insist that they have good outcomes in terms of recommendations, but more than that, they insist that those recommendations are implemented. 
so that we'll be able to see at the end of the day what do we gain when we want to improve on our institutions and mechanisms and we only form commissions of inquiry and when they finish their work nothing happens mm. so for me if you ask me what is my expectation i'm expecting a good outcome but beyond that i'm expecting concrete recommendations but beyond that further i'm expecting that parliament would insist that they're implemented mm. uh, mr franklin kojo i mean how should the police go about mending the cracks i mean obviously listening to the igp and all the other sides there are cracks in the police service how should this be dealt with going forward after the committee has done its job well i do not wish to uh actually uh be make the point or probably back the point that uh, there were there were no cracks in the police service either to the the the, 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 the occurrence of this particular uh, problem uh, and by that i mean there are obviously divisions in every establishment i mean this is just a very brazen way of showing it uh, and for which we are discussing right now so for me i think that there will still be divisions People may still be harboring all kinds of thoughts. But if the system that permeates the police service in itself works, right? If all the channels for people to air their grievances are still intact, if all the opportunities are given to people who believe that they may have been shortchanged or otherwise um, are made to uh, seem to be working, then we probably would have seen a minimization of these rather public you know, um, uh, should I say, display of what what you what you call uh, a broken system? I'm not entirely sure the police service is broken to that extent. What has happened rather is that yes, those blurred lines have been restored uh, as far as the position of the IGP goes, as far as the integrity of the IGP goes. But what is also not in doubt is that as far as as long as the politician in this case, the presidency still has looms large when it comes to the appointment of the police IGP. Uh, there will still be people who would have up many, 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 many thoughts, right? So maybe, yes, um, one of the things I'm expecting to see is that the processes that Mr. Dampery had uh, put in place, um, however challenging some of them may be, because you just alluded to the fact that now police communication is centralized. Why not? Shouldn't it be the case? Should every policeman wake up and be asked questions on national TV or radio and be talking without cross-checking uh, with, with, his, with his superiors? It might be centralized. And that's the way a disciplined force actually behaves. You know, so, um, but I'm expecting that some of the processes the gentleman has insisted, which he explained most of them today, uh, will live beyond him, really. And that is where, for me, the test really begins uh, to, to, to tell whether the reforms he's instituted would, would last without lasting. Mm. When I see that happening, then I'll say that, well, we have earned our keep. As a, also the police service has actually earned its, its keep or its mandate as the protector of our persons and liberties. Um, otherwise, um, in spite of the constitutional strictures that Mr. Bombardi and uh, Adam, uh, Dr. Adam talks about, or will talk about, um, there's still that, you know, the, the, the persona of the occupants, the, 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 the occupants of the, of, the, of, the, of the seat, in this case, the position, mm. actually also defines a whole lot. And so if some of the things that he's likely to leave would, would, would permeate the police service long after it's gone. Well, then I would have said that the, 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 the what's it called, there's a good future for the police service. Mm. What I attend from this break will be discussing why uh, information should be scanty from the police service. I mean, the, uh, the law that establishes the police service, the constitution says that the police should be able to give information to the public, especially those that are necessary to keep the nation safe. Why are we not getting enough information from the police? And if COP Alex uh, says that the police have been gagged, I mean, could that be true? Uh, because we are not getting a lot of information. When I return from the break, I'll be gauging your moods on that. Please stay.
dit oh, This tank is big Yes, that's true It can store a lot of water That's so true Wow, it has a working surface by it mm -hmm. That's so true I can see S I-N-T-E-X Syntax That is so true, my daughter Well, it falls down into spoilers That's not true But why? Why? Syntax was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana Syntax again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana Syntex gives you the biggest warranty, seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of Flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market. We take equal quantities of Flamingo paint and this ordinary paint. We then dilute them with water. And now, let the test begin. The gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the Flamingo Superior paint. As you can clearly see, Flamingo has the obvious better hiding. Furthermore, Flamingo has painted a much larger area. You know, one bucket of Flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market. Flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability, superior hiding, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, simply superior. So I came home earlier than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day and there they were making out. And this is my blood brother. My husband who is a banker, will not have sex with me because I denied him my anus. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved and every problem has a solution. Who is the good? Ghana Jollof or Nigerian Jollof? Ghana Jollof has no co-equal. The smell alone. Oh my God! Oh, shit. You two they lie, eh? Now they say you when they use Google Lens and then they go put them for top. Yeah. You are lying. Ghana Jollof. I know lives in Tama. Every year, we a give to you back. back, 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 back. We are talking about BET. I want some Yadiyadi face. I said be the goat, huh? My guy, he be the goat. <laughs> Our choice of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof. Alumu Bitters always brings us together. Alumu, experience greatness in every moment. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 and recommended to pregnant women. This advert is FDA.
Welcome back to PM Express. We're discussing the responses that we had from the IGP today when he met the committee probing the alleged tape uh, that uh, um, some police officers wanted to oust the IGP and the claims made by those witnesses. Let me bring in you, Mr. Adam Bonner. And before I went for the break, we spoke about why information flow should not be smooth from the police service, given that it is a mandatory requirement of the law. I mean, what's your reaction that the IGP has gagged the police, even the public relations department? Aisha, you didn't let me, you know, talk about the recommendations. I have two. The first okay, go one, ahead. if you ask me, would be, what's the name? Uh, you'll see all these cracks we are talking about. It's everywhere. If you go to the Jubilee House, we've heard about cracks. You go to the Judiciary, we've heard about cracks. NCC, everywhere. There are cracks, you know, AC. Uh, even Parliament, we've heard about cracks among the political parties. The only thing we need to do, if we want to sustain the Ghana police so that the service with integrity becomes something that we can practicalize, is to ensure that these service commanders, these people have what we call tenure of office. Because then from the look of things, the moment one of them is appointed an IG, it's like a, you know, a man or a woman who is not married. Everyone is just looking to catch the eye of that person. And, and so then the dirty things begin to take place. And I think if there is one of the recommendations I would, re I would say should be to ensure that we have a tenure of office can be done, can be put in place. The other thing has to do with we need a, a complaint, a police complaints commission. We don't have one. Remember, the, the Emil Short Commission recommended that there we should have a, a police complaints commission. Once we have a complaints commission, it makes it possible for even police vis-a-vis -vis what you call it, the police, as well as uh, civilians who feel that there is something they need to talk about and uh, about the police that probably they are not being given, they are not, no one is listening to them, uh, can go to and, and maybe complain. But the, press, the, the white paper for the commission, when it came out, quite watched it and said no. It wasn't something. So we can really look at that. So these are the two. But with, with regards to the garden, just like my other co-panelists have said, the truth is that uh, in the past, there's something happened in Kumase or somewhere, one of the regions. And a statement was issued. Then within an hour, they pulled it down and another statement came. I think we had three different statements in quick successions. So you have someone in the eastern, the western, the northern, the upper west, you know, you have different officers speaking differently from probably uh, what we know. And usually, you see, these days, this day and age of uh, technology, the people are more discerning, they know what is going on more than even the officers on the ground. So if you write something that is not real, they have the things that has happened on video and in, in pictures, sometimes moving, you know, they, they have them. And so when you come up with a press release that is not true, or a statement, they will bring it to you. You need to pull yours down. And so for me, I think that it is important we look at that aspect of communication. But let's, let's not begin to say that this is how we want them to communicate. Let's see how we can reach a compromise. But in any case, yes, this could be one of the recommendations. But I still insist that our third chance committee should not you know, deviate from their mandate. Their mandate is to, they are about four of them, the terms of terms of reference, they should take them, and then we are done. Left to me alone. Today should have ended the sitting. We are tired of this whole, uh, you know, evil plot to destabilize this country by uh, removing the IGP, Aisha. Mm. Mr. Bombande, briefly, uh, we're running out of time. Uh, with regards to the... Um flow of information from the police. I understand that the police wants to make sure that there's no misinformation, but there should be a balance. Yeah, I think I, I will resonate with my co-panelists by saying that the flow of information can only be effective when it is also well-coordinated. When it is not well-coordinated, it can reverse the intentions 
for which the flow was intended. And so you want a flow that is coordinated, and that is the balance. And to that extent, therefore, you want the coordination to be effected within the, uh, if you call it, premises of headquarters that has verified and re-verified so that we don't have a statement that is constantly pulled down or up, as uh, Adam uh, Bona has uh, indicated. And since you are saying the time has run out, one concrete additional proposal in our wrap-up, and what is that one concrete proposal? I think one of my co-panelists have been there to read. We, 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 after the current IGP, we need to keep the standard. So how about a good search that arrives at three senior uh, officers, the COPs, that the president, who is the authority, authority, I mean, the one who appoints.